Hi everyone, it's Bob Tulio. Welcome to Automatic Merchandisers, Vending in OCS Nation, the podcast for the convenience services industry. And I am excited about today's podcast because we're talking about game-changing technology for the OCS business. And you know how much I love coffee service. Today's topic, on-demand roasting, how ANSA plans to alter and elevate the coffee service landscape. With a successful background in technology-oriented startups, the co-founders of ANSA found themselves attracted to the coffee business, an industry with plenty of room for innovative technology. About four years ago, they began the process of inventing a micro-roaster with the ability to roast fresh coffee on demand, in a workplace, without fire, without smoke. And in fact, the Ansa micro-roaster emits a pleasant aroma, more like freshly baked bread. Our guest is Matan Scharf, Ansa's CMO. He said that whenever he and his brother Jonathan, who has an extensive coffee sourcing and importing background, and Yuval Weisglass, the CEO, would sit down to strategize and identify potential solutions for the coffee industry, the conversation always gravitated toward answering the question, what are the defining characteristics of great coffee? Throughout this conversation, Jonathan, my brother, the coffee guy, he kept reiterating the same, the same narrative. He kept saying, listen, coffee is all about the quality of the ingredients. It's all about freshness. It's all about the way you process it. Okay, if that's the case, how do you explain the fact that coffee is roasted months, sometimes years before it's consumed? It's blended, you know, high quality coffee is blended with low quality coffee. And the consumer in the end is getting something that is subpar. And he said, well, that's because of the structure of the supply chain. The, the roasting facilities dictates the entire process. And we said, okay, why not move roasting to happen when people consume their drink? And that thought, to summarize the story of ANSA in 30 seconds or less, I hope it was 30 seconds, that, that, that question of like, why not roast coffee at the point of consumption was the seed that grew one day and became ANSA. Wow. Ultimately, you ended up with a machine that was a micro roaster about the size of a bread box, if you will, right? and uh, sits in an office environment sits in a workplace potentially, can sit in a restaurant, anywhere that coffee needs to be roasted at the point of consumption. And it roasts the coffee from the inside out using AI to make sure it's a perfect roast. As I understand, Matan, there's no big capital outlay on the part of the operator. And you're selling green beans, which cannot be purchased by the end user at Costco. It's almost sounding too good to be true. Where are you at now with the process? How many versions of the machine and and how close are you to bringing it out to the workplace? The machine that we have today that we actually launched at the last NEMA show, this is like the, the general availability, the GA version of the product. This is a machine that is fully automatic, fully certified. There are no, and we spoke about this in the past, we have a mobile app, we have a backend cloud server uh, dashboard that you can control the machines from. So it's, it's, it's a whole product. Pretty advanced at this point. Yeah, I, I'm not even, you know, I, I haven't even started mentioning the coffee itself, you know. No, no, we haven't talked about the coffee yet. But right. let's talk about some of the, we'll stay on the technology side. Let's talk about some of the benchmarks that you've achieved. And 
you can include funding because a lot of people say, well, this guy's going to run out of money. I mean, that, that's quite a typical problem for startups, especially ones that have to roll it out over a period of time. So in terms of financing, we were actually incredibly lucky because we started the company just before COVID hit. And when COVID hit, there was a real shutdown of financing, you know, for definitely for early stage startups. And a lot of big companies were also struggling to raise money. And we were very lucky because we actually completed the first round of financing that we did just before COVID started. So that gave us a very, very strong boost. And we used that funds to, to, product, to create the technology and the product. The company's been around for four years now. And just, just last week, we issued a press release about closing, securing the funding of $9 million. We're, we're happy. We're very, very happy. We're very well funded. We have amazing VCs that are backing us. The investors certainly support you and believe in you. What's the reaction been from operators? Are they supportive? For operators, I, I feel like what ENSA does is super disruptive in, in the best sense of the word. I, uh, I spent the last three years learning about operator market, learning about the world of you know serviced coffee. I've learned so much. And, and if there was one thing that I, was very clear to me was that this industry is very much focused on the consumer. ANSA, I think, ticks every box. It's, you know, it's a sustainable solution. It's super high quality. We're talking about boutique level quality of coffee in an office. It's definitely a good tool in the belt. It's a conduit, you know, it's the kind of tool that an operator can, can just, you know, put on the table and say, guys, listen, you, you want something good. This, this is the best coffee you can ever find anywhere, not just in an office, you know, in any setting. Mm -hmm. So, so the responses have been amazing. Operators are super, super thrilled when they see the machine. They're always, always shocked at how, first of all, how small it is. Because you, you tell people roaster, they're expecting you to show up with a truck, come in and holding the, the machine in one hand. They're like, what? This is it? This is the roaster? And the fact that it's quiet, the fact that it's cool to the touch, so you can put it literally anywhere. And the fact that it's the kind of equipment that is an add-on to their existing install house. So every operator out there that is selling coffee services can bring ANSA and boosts their solution without having to make any sort of sacrifice, not CapEx and, and not operational. Now, I've tasted the coffee right after it's been roasted on location and, and after it's been brewed following that roasting, and it's remarkable. I mean, I thought, I thought the product was unbelievable. Thank Is you. that universally the kind of reaction that you've been that you've been getting across the board? Yes, across the board. And this is and we were very, very apprehensive, you know, coming from Israel, coming from a more European culture that is very much, you know, in, uh, invested in like espresso, latte based drinks and things like that. Very much apprehensive about going to the U.S. market where people have different habits. People drink black coffee or they take it with creamers and sugar and, and syrups and all kinds of stuff. Sure. And, uh, and, we, and we were a little bit apprehensive, but, you know, we, we, we walked in and, and like you said, people are very, very much open to exploring new things. So they're eager to try it. And when we give them the cup and they ask for milk or, or creamers or whatever, we tell them, no, 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 just, just taste it, you know, taste it. And after you taste it, I'll give you whatever you want. And every single person who's ever tried our coffee, and I'm talking about probably at this point, thousands of people, their immediate reaction, the first thing that they say, 
is wow, it's so smooth. That's a direct result of the technology that we invented that you mentioned earlier, the fact that the beans mm -hmm. are actually roasted from the inside out rather than the outside in, which means they, they never char, they never produce smoke. So all of the negative byproducts, all of the like lingering bad flavors that you get from drinking coffee that's been over roasted, you mm -hmm. never get to those flavors with Ansa coffee. So people go crazy for what we do. And you obviously offer a nice line of coffees through your brother Jonathan's sourcing in South America, and you offer different levels of quality to the customers ultimately. Is that the plan? ANSA, thanks to Jonathan, exclusively deals with uh, specialty graded coffee. So when we talk about different quality levels, we're talking about, if to use an analogy from the world of uh, cars, it's like, you know, the difference between an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, and a you know, Rolls Royce, they're all good choices. There is no, sure. yeah, but the variety is there. We have dozens of different types of coffees that we, that we source. I asked Matan about the sustainability side of the Ansa micro roaster. Will this check off a lot of boxes for facility managers who have sustainability objectives to meet? It, it is sustainable to the extreme. It is in, in every way possible. I'm talking about, you know, diminished completely carbon footprint. We're talking about the fact that it's an electrical appliance that comes, that the, the source of the electricity can come from renewable sources. We're talking about zero carbon emission. We're talking about zero waste. All of our packaging is fully recyclable. There's no, nothing, nothing, nothing ends in a landfill. And I can go on and on and like literally go over each and every element in the solution, direct trading of coffee with farmers, no redundant shipping across the Atlantic just so that it could be roasted and, and packaged. Everything that we do is sustainable and we are sustainable in everything we do. Now, having said all that, the origin of ANSA did not come from three people sitting down thinking, how can we make the world a better place? How can we make the world cleaner? How can we produce you know, a machine that's going to be 99% more energy efficient? None of these things were were in our psyche when we sat down to devise the solution. For us, it was primarily, how do we make coffee a good product? And then the question of what does it mean to be good? That's the real interesting question because obviously good means taste good. Obviously good means fresh and, you know, and, and well-made, but good can also mean other things. Good can mean good for the farmer to make sure that the producers are treated equally, to make sure that they receive compensation uh, that is uh, proportional to the quality of coffee that they produce, uh, and, 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 and lots of other aspects of, of you know, social sustainability that, that we support. And we just ended up finding ourselves in a situation where the, the solution that we devised, which again was built only thinking about making good coffee, turned out to also be good for the environment, good for the farmer, good for, good for everyone. I, I wish I could take credit, you know, as, a, as the mar head of marketing. I wish I could say, oh, yeah, I knew, I knew exactly what was coming. That's why we positioned the company the way we did. Honestly, no. Honestly, I told you we were just building the company to, to be a company that makes the best coffee in the world. So let's talk about what's coming down the line. I've heard about a concept store that's coming in Soho District in New York. Tell us about that and what you're planning to accomplish there. We want to showcase to the world what we've built. So we came up with this idea of uh, opening a pop-up store in Manhattan. 
And uh, we decided that we were going to open a store. And in that store, we want to invite people who are, you know, coffee lovers or coffee enthusiasts. And we want to invite them to our store and give them a taste of the future of coffee. When are we going to see the Ansa Micro Roaster functioning on location in office environments? So that that's actually happening right now. We have launched the product, as I mentioned, in the last NAMA show. We've mm -hmm. signed up with the operators across the U.S. Uh, that are all eager to start working with us. We're starting the limited manufacturing of the first units that are going to be commercial, fully certified units now. They're being assembled in the U.S. All of our operations in the U.S. are our, our coffees in Dallas, Texas, and that's where also we're setting up the machines. And you'll see them. You'll see them in offices this year, 2023. Well, congratulations on your continued success. We look forward to to uh, heading into that pop-up store in New York. I'm going to be there in September, so it's definitely on my agenda, I can tell you that. Yeah, if I, if I can uh, plug something here, that would be the perfect opportunity to say that everyone listening to this podcast, of course, is welcome to come visit us. We're on Broadway, uh, 827 Broadway, just under Union Square. The opening is on uh, September September 8th. We, we know for sure that it's going to be there for at least six months, at least. Fantastic. So free cup of coffee. How, how do you beat that? <laughs> I never said it was free. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? To be fair, anyone who comes from the podcast can get uh, one cup of free coffee. One of the highlights of the store is that we're actually going to feature a cupping workshop, a daily cupping workshop, even twice a day, some, some of the days, where people can come in and participate in professional coffee tasting. And this is, wow. first of all, it's a beautiful ritual. For those of you who've never tried it, I, I highly, highly recommend. And second of all, it's fascinating because you get to taste coffee like professionals taste coffee, like coffee buyers taste coffee. And I urge you and your listeners to go uh, to Ansa's website, uh, ansacoffee.com, and sign up for a cupping session you can come by yourself. You can come with friends. Every cupping session has uh, six seats that are available. We have a morning session and an afternoon session. And for people who's never tried it before, this is going to open up a whole new world into what coffee really is. That's it for now. By the way, we are moving to three episodes a month, the first, third, and fourth Tuesday of each month, if you haven't heard that already. So please subscribe to Vending and OCS Nation so you do not miss an episode. In the next episode of Vending and OCS Nation, we will sit down with one of the industry's most influential women, Sandy Schoenthaler, a highly respected micro-market and vending consultant and trainer. Then we bring in the world's foremost authority on LinkedIn engagement strategies, Bryn Tillman of Social Sales Link. Thanks for listening. Until next time. I'm Bob Tulio.